services of the year. We're glad you're here. And a special welcome if you're if you're visiting with us. We're just delighted to have you join your voices with ours as we as we praise our savior who is who has come. Uh, our service tonight is a is a series of lessons and carols. A series of eight different scripture readings from the Bible tra- tracing God's plan of redemption from all the way back uh, in the beginning uh, to its fulfillment in the coming of Christ. And then after each reading, we're going to respond uh, to the reading from God's Word with a, with a carol of praise that we'll sing together. Uh, most of them will sing together. There are a few exceptions uh, that are noted in your bulletin where we're going to have some soloists. Uh, they're marked, but you'll especially know uh, that you, if you see italics, that's where someone else sings it. Uh, so italics, don't sing. Uh, but we'll all together be able to, to praise God and rejoice in what he has, he has done. Uh, I want to give a special greeting to all our kids who are here. Uh, kids, we're so glad that you're here. We love having you. 
Uh, and we, we're just delighted that, that you're here. We want you to be uh, really a part of things. Sing along if you know the words. Uh, if mom and dad says it's okay, we'd love for you to have one of those candles. If it's okay, be careful with it though, right? Uh, don't, don't, own, don't tip your candle if it's lit. So when you're, we're lighting the candles at the end, only tip the one that's unlit. That way you won't spill wax on your good Christmas dress. Got it? Okay. And, and of course, moms and dads, we don't mind uh, if kids squirm and squeak, and that's just what kids do. Uh, it's, it's a joyful thing. We're glad that they're here. So uh, we'll rejoice in their presence. And, uh, and we hope that all of you are able to join us uh, for a little bit afterwards over here in the fireplace room. We're going to set out some refreshments and just be able to greet one another. Uh, we'd love for you to stay and love for you to return. You're welcome to join us any, uh, any week, any Sunday here at Emmanuel. We just love to, to have God's people together praising him and rejoicing in what he has done. So let's, uh, let's begin then just bowing for prayer uh, as we start our time together. Uh, pray with me. Heavenly Father, it is our delight again this Christmas season to prepare our hearts to hear again that, that message of the angels in our hearts and in our minds to go even back to Bethlehem and, and see this thing that you have brought to pass. Uh, Lord, we pray that you would open the eyes of our hearts as we read your holy scripture, as we take in uh, the good news of your loving plan of redemption all the way back from the first days of our disobedience uh, unto that glorious redemption that you brought about, even through this child that you've given. Lord, help us to rejoice and honor you uh, with our songs of praise. But first, first, Lord, we pause to pray for the needs of your world. We pray for peace and goodwill over all the earth, for unity and brotherhood within the church. Uh, we pray that uh, you would bless uh, the lands far and wide, even this place where you have put us in the United States, in the state of New Jersey, in the community of Medford. Lord, at this time, we do remember the poor and the helpless, the cold and the hungry and the oppressed, the sick in body and in mind, and all those who mourn, the lonely and the unloved, the aged and the little children, and all who know not your kind love, O Lord. Be with them and draw them to yourself. And we pray, lifting all these things up to you, in the name of our Savior Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's begin with our bidding carol, O Come All You Faithful.
seed of the woman. Genesis 3, 8-15 And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit of the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock, and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat, all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Isaiah 9, verse 2 through 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as they are glad when they divide the spoil. For the yoke of his burden and the staff for his shoulder. The rod of his oppressor you have broken as on the day of Midian. For every boot of the tramping warrior in battle tumult, and every garment rolled in blood, will be burned as fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it, with justice and with righteousness, from this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. 
Promise of the Bethlehem birth, Micah 5, 2 through 5. But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose origin is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore, he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has given birth. Then the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall dwell secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be their peace.
Announcement to Mary, Luke 1, verse 26 to 35. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying, and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. to Joseph, Matthew 1, 18 to 25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband, Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, 
son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus.
Christian fear for sinners hear the silent word is pleading. Nails, spears shall pierce him through the cross he bore for me, for you. out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angel went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. Thank you. 
made flesh. John 1, 1 through 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness, to bear witness about the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of, the man, of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. say to us? What would God say to you? Is there anything in particular you'd like him to say to you? Is there anything you're a little bit afraid he might say to you? Well, the news of Christmas is that God has spoken and he is speaking. And the message that he has spoken is in more than just human language. He has spoken in a person. And that's how John introduces the story of Jesus. We read it just a few moments ago. 
uh, he he does something slightly different than uh, than what all the other uh, uh, gospel writers, the, Matthew and Luke in particular, introduced the the birth of Jesus. John seems to assume you know the story of the angels and and the shepherds and the baby in the manger, but he wants to tell us about the message, the word he calls it, the word who is a person. That is what Christmas is. That is what is occurring with this birth of the child in Bethlehem. If you've been with us here at Emmanuel these past four Sundays, we've been studying in the morning uh, how God's Old Testament prophets got his people ready for the coming of Jesus. How these Old Testament servants were, were those who received God's word and spoke God's word to their generation. And now, with the coming of Jesus, we have God's final climactic word. But it shows up in the ultimate prophet, the one who is the embodiment of the word itself. What does, who is this word, and what does he have to say to us? Well, the first thing is who he is. That's what John wants us to wrestle with first. And the word, this person, is, well, it's astonishing who he is. John says in that first verse printed there, uh, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. In the beginning. In other words, before anything else was created, anything at all was created, there was this Word, this person who is the message. And then more than that, in the beginning was the Word, and Word was with God. And so this, this person, the Word, had a relationship with God, the one who John later described as God the Father. So the Word, who we eventually realize is the Son, is Jesus, the, the Son, the Word, has a relationship with God the Father. And yet, very next verse, the very next phrase, John says the Word was God. So this Son is fully divine, this Word fully God. Uh, so what we have in, in the baby coming is, is not just an, any, an ordinary person being born, but we have the eternal word, God himself, uh, taking on flesh and coming into this world. So the, the message, the word that God has spoken, this climactic word, he comes himself. It is himself. The message that he speaks forth is not something he just, he just casts down from the sky. It's not, a, it's not a celestial email or a text message from afar. God himself shows up. God is the message. The Son brings it. So, so what is the message declare? Well, what's, what's being said to us with this word who arrives? Well, in really, to understand the message, the, you have to read the entire book of John to get it fully. And maybe that's not a bad application to go from here. Here's a great thing to do over the, over the Christmas holiday. Read through the book of John. Uh, see where God introduces how, uh, what this word says in fullness. Uh, but what we have in front of us in these first few verses of, of John's gospel is, well, it's the introduction. It's the, it's the preview of the message. Uh, kind of like a, a movie has a trailer to, to tease out what it's about. Well, here's what, what God teases out for us. And we'll mention just two quick things about this message that comes embodied in God himself taking on flesh. Uh, two things that John says. The message is 
light that casts out darkness, and new birth as children of God. Light that casts out darkness. It's there in verses 4 and 5. In him, in this word, in him was life. And the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. This Jesus, this word, this message is uh, from God is, is all about light and light that shines in the darkness. And there's, there's the great problem with our world, isn't it? Darkness. Not hard to see. You just look around and you see the ugliness and the, the evil and the pain and the death and darkness. Of course, if we're honest with ourselves, the darkness is not just out there, but it's also in here. We have darkness within us as we, as we sin and turn from God and turn from his ways and, and, uh, and, and do incredibly unloving things towards one another. The darkness outside is also inside. But the, the message that God speaks in this person who arrives is light that shines in darkness. Shine so as to cast it out. Now, that's exactly what we need. That's exactly what our world needs. Here's how Jesus describes it himself later on in the gospel. He says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Light that shines in the darkness, so that those who believe, who trust and follow this Jesus, the light shines and casts out the darkness. Light that shines in the darkness. One other theme that, that John teases out here that we can mention is new birth as children of God. Here we quickly think about verses 12 and 13. John says, To all who did receive this word, believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of the of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So this word, Jesus, came uh, to, to so transform lives that it's as if they were born a second time. It's that radical a transformation. And, and born a second time, now born as, John says, children of God. That's not who we are by nature and by practice. As Jesus himself explains in the gospel, our, our behavior has, has looks more like the powers of darkness than it does like children of God. And that's uh, who we are by, by nature. Uh, but this, this word that's spoken, this son that's given, comes, uh, speaks, so that those who trust and believe in him, it's, it's, it's like they're reborn a second time. And reborn now as children of God. Can you see the connection? The son, Jesus, is given in order to make us sons and daughters of the living God. The son to make us sons and daughters of the king. For all who receive him, God says, for all who believe in his name. Well, it's just, a, it's just John teasing what this message is. And to really take it in, keep reading. Uh, keep reading the Gospel of John. Keep asking yourself, what, what is this message that God has spoken? But perhaps just holding on to this uh, now, God has spoken. And the message, the climactic message, is a person. Even the Lord himself arriving. And he speaks a message of grace and truth. 
light shining in darkness, new birth to make us children of God. Uh, believe it and keep reading. Let's pray together. Father, we pray that as, as we take a hold and hear this good news, that you would give us eyes to see and hearts to believe and faith within to trust in you. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. thank you for shining the light of Jesus into our dark world. We pray that you would continue to shine that light in this day, in this place, in our lives, and give us those hearts to trust and transform us, we do pray. For your glory, and in Christ's name we ask it.
bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.